Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. You've got your daily Bible reading today from Amos chapter 8. Amos chapter 8. This is what the Lord God showed me. I saw a basket of ripe summer fruit. Then he asked, what do you see, Amos? I said, a basket of ripe summer fruit. Then the Lord said to me, the end is coming upon my people Israel. I will no longer overlook their sin. The singing woman of the palace will wail on that day, declares the Lord. Many corpses all over. Silence. Listen to this, you who trample on the needy to wipe out the oppressed from the land, who say, when will the new moon be over so that we can sell grain? When will the Sabbath end so that we can open the grain bins? Then we will make the bushel smaller and make the shekel weight heavier. We will cheat with dishonest scales. We will buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. We will sell the chaff with the grain. The Lord swears by the pride of Jacob, I will never forget any of their deeds. Because of this, the land will shake and everyone living in it will mourn. The whole land will rise up like the Nile. It will surge and sink down again like the Nile of Egypt. Here is what will happen on that day, declares the Lord God. I will make the sun set at noon, and I will bring darkness to the earth when it should be light. I will turn your festivals into mourning, and all of your songs into a lamentation. I will put sackcloth on all your waists, and baldness on every head. I will make that day like the morning for an only sun, and it will end like a bitter day. Look, the days are coming, declares the Lord God, when I will send a famine into the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but rather a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People will stumble from sea to sea and from north to east. They will roam back and forth, seeking the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. On that day the beautiful virgins will faint, and the young men will grow weak from thirst. Those who swear by the shameful guilt of Samaria, those who say, As your God lives, Dan, or the way of Beersheba lives, they will fall, and they will never rise again. This is the word of our God. This chapter begins with the fourth of the five visions, the fourth vision being this basket of ripe summer fruit. It's, it might seem like a, uh, a good symbol, perhaps, for the northern kingdom during the reign of Jeroboam II. Ripe summer fruit, bright and colorful and beautiful, but the word has a very similar sounding word. And the word for ripe summer fruit um, sounds very close to the end, the word for end, an end. And so it is to this that the prophet Amos attaches the wailing uh, the, in the temple and the, the end, the very vivid end. Um, there in verse, verse 3, for instance, is just this kind of statement where he basically takes a glimpse around. Um, the singing women of the palace will wail on that day, declares the Lord God. Many corpses all over. Silence. When he says those things, you can almost see it. You can almost picture it. The, um, the judgment of God on these people. This basket of ripe summer fruit. Actually, it looks good now, but the end is near. And Amos circles back around to where he had begun all the way back in chapter 2, talking about uh, for three sins of the house of Israel, even for four, I will not turn back by wrath. 
And he comes back again to those who, in verse 4, trample the needy and to wipe out the oppressed from the land. And in their, in their hypocrisy and in their greed, instead of participating in the worship of God on the designated festivals and holy days, they say, when will the new moon be over? When will the Sabbath be over that we'll be able to sell again? Just the the intensity of that of that hypocrisy and that greed is is really shocking, you know. Um, they they say shorten up the the measure so that uh, we will make the bushel smaller, make the shekel weight heavier. That we will cheat with dishonest scales, and you can see. Well, you've certainly earned your judgment if that is your approach, where you are you have no concern for the word of the Lord and. Even as a, as a citizen um, of this country, you are cheating. <laughs> and, and just that sort of lack of care and concern for the fellow man um, and the greed that, that makes everything else follow along behind it. God says that he is the witness of their, of their deeds, um, that he in whom they boast, you know, verse 7, the Lord swears by the pride of Jacob, I will never forget any of their deeds, that the Lord is the pride of Jacob, but he is also the witness against them, um, and he will bring judgment back upon them. Talking about an earthquake that will make their hurrying feet as unstable as the flooding and receding Nile, and all those who dwell in the land will mourn. Um, Verse 8, because of this the land will shake, and everyone living in it will mourn. It will surge and sink down again. And whether that's a literal, literal earthquake, you know, possibly, probably even, um, but it's, it's really a vivid, also a vivid picture of God's judgment. You know, try, have you ever, if you've ever been in an earthquake or experienced just a little bit of the ground shaking, it's a moment of instability and like, what's going on? Um, I don't know if I can, if I need to sit down or what. But the strongest judgment of God, the most vivid judgment of God is toward the end of this chapter, when God says in verse 11, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or thirst for water, but rather a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. The intensity of that statement, that God is going to let his people go their own way, that those who have rejected him will not hear from him. That is shocking, and that is intense, and that is saddening, and even maddening, as the people will stumble seeking the word of the Lord from back and forth, but they will not find it. So what do we learn from this? We learn from history always, (laughs) but what do we learn from Amos' words here? We learn that today is the day of repentance, today is the day of salvation, and we are to take the word of the Lord seriously today. And what does that look like? Find a way to talk with your children. Find a way to to talk about the questions that you have and ask them if they are listening on Sunday morning. Ask them if they have any questions so that we can together encourage one another talk about God's word openly and freely and rejoice because right now we do not have a famine of the word of the Lord. We have a feast. So come, let us feast. 
Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raised with Jesus podcast. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for Pastor Zarling and Pastor Lightning and the Thirsty podcast episode, um, as well as the next installment of our discussion of apologetics. And tomorrow's installment will be the first episode, the audio from a series that we're running here at Resurrection called Questions People Ask, talking about some of the major, major things that might make um, apologetics difficult in today's day. Thanks so much for joining us. God bless your day.